Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. And we're my back, everybody. Sorry about song. that. No, she got the high ho song from Snow White hey. stuck in my head. I was not appreciative. You know the wonders of doing live broadcasting over the internet sometimes. Sometimes you just run into problems that you don't figure out until you go live. But then you figure them out and you say, hey, welcome to another episode of SC That's Live, this super cool nerd show. Thank you guys out there for joining us in the super cool nation. We appreciate you coming by for another hour of this thing that we do every week. Oh, 51 minutes now. No, no, we will go for a full hour. I have to leave at 9. The producer Well, (laughs) at exactly 9 o'clock, we bounce. We take the show on the road in Cat and Cass's car. Well, there's going to be some road travel. We got some things worked out. Anyway, I can't do this alone. Of course, my name is Jason the X, but the lady to my left, that is Cat. You can call me Maka or you can call me Sir. Just go and call me late for dinner. We're gonna, we'll talk about last. No. And over there, my sister Cass. Hello. Yeah, we're sisters. Are you? I, I'm not sure. Oh. It's probably. She didn't get the genetic you? jackpot with the hair, so she's better. <laughs> Speaking of genetic jackpots, there's Bryce. Hey, uh, glad to be here. I never knew my first name was genetic. Or my middle was wow. Jack, and my last was Pot. I didn't know that. It was the worst joke ever. Why you get it was arrested terrible. All the time. Did did uh? You're, you're not doing alternate. Yeah. Did <laughs> did Ant Man and the Wasp just go by my face? Yeah. Yeah, okay. sure. That was them. All right. And of course, making things work behind the board, it is Miss Cora. Whoa, my board cam got all messed up. No, I had it fixed first. What are you doing over there? What are you? I'm trying to fix my cam now because of somebody. What? Somebody what? Well, I didn't do a damn thing. Somebody. Yes, I fixed the show. You did fix the show. I whatever. fixed the show. I fixed the show. Don't forget the thumbs up. Oh, oh friends. friends. Oh, friends. That's an in betweeners reference for anyone anyway, who are wondering. This week on the show, well, let's face it, there has been a lot of disgruntled people on the internet lately about a little, this little show comes on, uh, uh, something with Thrones, and there's a game you play. Gang. Gang of Thrones, I'm pretty sure. Um, Gangland Thrones. I I don't watch, but amazingly, I know everything that's happened for the last two weeks because of some very, very vocal nerds out there. And we're getting to that, but first, let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. And this week from Super Cool Nerd News is some science for me. Now, I took notes on this because, let's face it, some of it's going right over my head. So, yeah, anyway. science from Jason is about the worst scariest sentence I've ever heard. I may not understand it, but I love it. So imagine if you, say, lost your arm and you'd have to get a, you know, a cybernetic replacement, preferably like a grappling hook. Well, maybe that might not be the case now because scientists at Cambridge have been working for years on basically rewriting DNA. So far, they have come, they have hit a major breakthrough, basically a strand of uh, bacteria, some of your stomach bacteria. They were able to totally redesign its DNA from the ground up, eliminating about three chromosomes that we don't normally use, and it's still alive. What does this mean? They can remove parts of it, and it will instantly come back. Basically, the cells know exactly to go back to the previous configuration that they were. What does that mean for the future? Maybe regrowing limbs. It's actual science now. This thing has been living, um, I think they've been going on for about two weeks now, it is a lab-made microbe, a strain of bacteria normally found in soil and human gut. It is similar to the natural co- to its natural to its natural cousins, but survives on a smaller set of genetic instructions. Uh, this has been a three-year effort uh, in molecular biology. Um, the artificial genome holds 4M base pairs and units of genetic code. How can I put this? Uh, how can I put this tag? Um, Okay, basically we have 61 codons in a chromosome. 
they took out three of them that are problematic. And from then on, this totally redesigned chromosome, um, they've chipped away at it, it's regrown, they've split it, it's regrown. It doesn't repeat, it doesn't make two of itself, it just goes back to a full form. This is pretty groundbreaking in the technology. They do say it has tremendous medical advances are possible after this. Are we going to be regrowing limbs anytime soon like lizards? Probably not in my lifetime. But with my lifestyle, I kind of appreciate a new liver. So, yes, <laughs> if you can grow me a new one, pay you. Uh, Aaron wants to know if you can make a spicy arm by eating tacos. Yes, Aaron, that's how science works. Um, I, I'm a big fan of this type of science because it is, it is something we can use for like organ replacement and um, skin grafts, things of that sort. And like I said, I already know no one on the show is compatible for a new liver for me, so I'd appreciate you. You had my blood tested? Huh? No. Anyway, so... None of these guys match up. None of them match up. Excuse anyway. me, what? Huh? What? Who? How do you know that? Is I that just... why we gave you our blood? I mean... I... You guys are idiots. Oh, I woke up. Tested. I woke up uh, in, a bathtub, in, a, in a bathtub. Full of ice. <laughs> <laughs> Was I recruited for alternate heads because I might be a match? Oh, man, you're healthy. It's called... Oh, <laughs> it's, it's called alternate heads. How did you not see this Right? Coming? I know. <gasps> I know. But let's look on the bright side. Medical technology might have, you know, you guys not have to, you know, die. Um, great. Um, y'all will be great, fine. Great. Y'all will be fine without sure, a liver sure. or kidney or whatever. So it seems Bryce, rewrites so are going to be <laughs> the topic of tonight's show. Anyway, science, Cambridge University, congratulations, guys, on making such a breakthrough. Uh, continue forth. More science. By the way, there is going to be a dermal regenerator. It's in the works. So if you've watched Star Trek The Next Generation, you've seen mm -hmm. Dr. Crusher mm -hmm. uh, help Riker with many of his head injuries, you know. All strategically uh, placed. Right. Right here. Right. So that that is something that, that is a reality that also is coming uh, to the medical forefront where mm -hmm. they are going to be, instead of taking a bunch of skin grafts, they're going to grow you and basically it's just going to be like spackling we're gonna we're so gonna... you don't have to take skin from your butt anymore uh the doctors will have to initially take a sample from your butt if, yeah if that's where you choose to do it i guess or uh some other region of your body but but basically it's just a sample and then they can grow it this so, is mine from my butt from your butt I yeah right, right here oh and it came from there yeah it took so you know nice He's got a butt arm. I think, <laughs> see, just my luck. See, I think if I get frozen and get woken up when the technology is available to fix me, like, yes, sir, we have a new liver for you. Oh, that's great. Liquor's been outlawed, though, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. Kill me now! Oh, uh, that would be like that show, that Sylvester Stallone movie with Sandra Bullock. Where it's Demolition like the, Man? Yeah, the future sucks. They only have Taco Bell. It's all fancy, and nobody actually has the stuff. Anymore. To me, it's more like that Twilight Zone episode when the guy was all alone, but he could read, and he broke his glasses. Yeah. Um, no, I finally had Sometimes time. Sometimes. Uh, the Burgess Twilight Meredith. Zone is just a bummer. What? That's Burgess Meredith. Yes. Yeah. The Penguin. Yes. Yeah. That's. Okay. Or Mickey. Mickey loves you. That's who I think of. It. That's yeah. how I think of it. Get up. <laughs> Mickey's the best. Whack, he whack, was the whack. Penguin. Yeah. We yeah. should get this train yeah. back oh, sure. on the tracks. Who lost some weight? All right, all right, all right. So, Kat, what have you got for us this week? Whatever I want. So speaking of science, <laughs> and something way more exciting than regrowing Deadpool limbs, sure, we sure. have uh, video game engines. So in Star Wars, I think it was the Han Solo movie, maybe, they replaced green screens. Instead of using green screens, this Lucasfilm started using industrial light and magic unit, created these giant 4K laser projection screens. Yeah. And so instead of them using green screen technology, which we've used forever, actors are starting to be able to see live what their characters are supposed to be experiencing in their acting. It's how they got the really cool reflections in their eyes from the warp 
speed, whatever. Uh-huh. And apparently Danny Glover was like, this is the coolest I've ever seen. I've never seen anything Donald's. like this. Donald Glover. Danny. Whatever. Danny Glover then went home and they replaced him They're with Donald Glover. <laughs> and before you do it, they are not related, by the way. Just saying. No, oh, no, yeah. No, I had somebody like it. <laughs> No, Did you know tell them. them you would ask everyone later on the conference call? No, I, I kind of got mad. I was like, what? Just because. And of course, they went, well, they're black and their last name is Glover. I'm like, wow! No, so anyway, they're doing this using uh, primarily video game engines, which have been required for a long time in like RPG and open world gaming to render on the fly like environments for your character to run around in. They're starting to be able to use that technology. Lucasfilm is on the forefront of something again, which Surprise. it's been a minute. I had um, no idea about Is there like behind the scenes footage where we can see this being like? There is the picture I submitted in chat for this story and potentially others. There's not like a the... lot of behind the scenes Aww. that I've seen so far, but I just found out about it this story I actually found today. Most of them I find a few days ahead of time. Anyway, so like Riot Games and uh, Epic and a couple others are starting to partner with much smaller studios as well, like indie kind of films are starting to be partnered into this and it's not the time for that. <laughs> and they're, they're starting to share work. This could be especially useful, obviously, in video game movies. Yeah. Um, but really on a wide variety. One of the ones that won, I think, at Cannes Film Festival, I think, was using this. There's much smaller studios being partnered in. So this is really exciting for, you know, mediocre actors and uh, for directors who are forward-thinking. I didn't say anything. I'm but also, yeah, it's it's... I feel like at the very least it will give even like really low budget like my productions uh, the room to be able to at least give somebody an approximation yeah. even if we can't have giant uh, projected 4K screens and that would help some with like reflections. Maybe so. stop Sir Ian McKellen from crying in a green screen room by himself yes. on the set of The Hobbit. He's rich enough that he could have cried with someone in the room. That is correct. That's a well, weird in a full green screen from suit. the escort. There studio. was a cameraman in the room with him. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Or, or Mike, Mark Ruffalo has to wear like that Hulk head on a stick. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> but I loved that though. The most important part of it is that it cuts down on post-production. Mm-hmm. It moves more things potentially into pre-production where they can be meshed together. It cuts down dramatically on reshoots, efforts, stuff like that, if we can get this unlocked. So the people that have all the money, can you guys keep working on that so it will yeah. trickle down faster? Thanks. And I was just amazed this weekend Snapchat could turn me into a girl. <laughs> the baby one is creepy, by the way. Why is yeah, my story like about that? Yeah, that was fun. When you When you talk about, you know... It, a lot of it moves to pre-production and you don't have so much resh- reshoots that re- that made me remember how the actors from the original Battlestar Galactica and I'm sure a lot of actors went through the process of you know there were the, there were these short loops they had they talked about how they would have to quickly do their dialogue because sometimes when they're when they're doing their their special effects shots in front of the green screen it was funny how they talked about how if they didn't get their dialogue out fast enough then they have to keep reshooting because, you know, it costs a lot of money to keep oh. to, to make longer loops of special effects. So well, sometimes if you ever watch a sci-fi show and they're spitting out their dialogue faster, it's because there, there was only so much money to shoot. So, oh, I, my God, there's silence here. Run. Right, right. <laughs> You'll see it in people cutting off somebody else's line like towards the end yeah. they have no time in between as far as reactions go that's the most con that i've seen they've been like oh my god it's Helen. what are we gonna do like <laughs> right yeah i hope there's some i hope to see some footage of that actually being done though i do I, too I super cool yeah. there's a lot of practical applications uh to the whole thing i wanted to look for footage but i ran out of time Plus, over to the Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Overwatch. 
Oh, but also, yeah. to the cast, what you got this week? All right. Batman is gone. Yay! He has bounced out of Gotham. He is nowhere to be found. Slacker. No one knows where he is. He is, he just bounced, pieced out, gone. Um, and that's kind of the world we're living in, in the, the Batwoman trailer that came out yesterday. Uh, he has, yeah, just kind of left and cause that's totally something Batman would do. Um, and we're seeing a Gotham largely without any superheroes in it, which is great for Gotham. Gotham's usually good about that. Uh, but we have, uh, Kate Kane rising from the ashes and, uh, all in all, Ruby Rose just looking really cool. She does. Uh, I, I, I am excited about this show. I am, to be honest, not watching most of the CW, the Arrowverse right now. I'm watching Legends of Tomorrow because it has Constantine in it. That being said, I, I do want to watch this show. I'm at least going to give it a shot. Uh, partly just because Ruby Rose is Ruby beautiful Rose. and amazing and just kick-ass. And I love her very much. Do you need a fan? Being a fan. Um, I, 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 Ru, Ru Rose we good, also have a good looking lady. <laughs> we also have uh, Cameron Johnson as Luke Fox yeah. instead of Lucius. Yeah. Um, um, which uh, okay. I mean, we did I mean, establish. Actually, they never established that Lucius had a son. At least I don't think they did. And I'm not familiar with the cause, but none of the shows I watched yeah. Lucius ever have a son. But, uh, but hey, maybe he does. Yeah, why not? And because I don't think they have access to Lucius Fox. Uh, but that's, a, a lot of this show seems to be kind of in that weird area that Titans was last season, where there's a lot of things that we can't do, and so I, I'm kind of curious to see if this show, uh, goes the way of Titans and saying that no, everybody hates Batman, and he's a terrible person and all this, or if the show's gonna just actually forge its own path moving forward. Which I would much prefer. Look, Speaking of everyone hating Batman. Oh, go ahead. There is... Breaking a, news. It's not news. It's, it's, it's a It's not news. There are sources who have told Variety that Robert Pattinson is in negotiations to play the Batman in Matt Reeves' forthcoming... Please no. Superhero <laughs> film. Please no. Please no. Please yes! <laughs> It's not a done deal. Look at Cass's face! I'm so happy! Hold on, let me cut to Cass's face. <laughs> the sparkling vampire is going to be Batman! This is no, great! That's not, this is great! Please let no, this be true! No, it's not great. I don't know. People bitched about freaking oh, Ben Affleck. I don't care. It's been a few years. He's got a tough grown-up man face. Saber, it's a rumor. It's a rumor, Saber. It's a it's, rumor. It's being reported by Variety. I'm entitled to a better Batman. Oh, speaking of oh, this show. No, you're not. Okay. I disagree. Well, let's not spend... It is a rumor still. Rumor still. Watch the Facebook page. If this gets, if this gets a, solid... He's not a bad actor. He's not he's a bad actor. He's just playing a really bad role that's going to stick with him. Everybody... Played a really bad role. Yeah. He played a particularly bad role. Okay, have you seen some of Carl Urban's early work? Everyone has played bad roles. He was wonderful in Doom. Shut he up. He was terrible in, uh, what was it, Xena? Zena was a masterwork. And I'll fight you for it, okay? I love you some Gabrielle. <laughs> Everybody loved her, Gabrielle. Yeah. Um, like, he's been Wasn't in the doghouse for, like, ten years. Oh, yeah. Like, it's and been long been enough. And really, like, everyone who was on that deserves to potentially be on something better than that. Except the cinematography was amazing was for so the first beautiful. two. Yeah. And then the third one, it was green screen. That was horrifically obvious to everyone. Invest in some digital 4K screens, people. And then they got right. a scary We've robot, gotten... baby. Oh. Very far away from Cass's story because I want to get back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Kate Kane um, on the screen. I do. I think Ruby Rose is a great player. Yeah. I just think it's a bad premise for her to like. Batman's just gone. It's it's can... making a show on the absence of a character, which is just like. Ugh. I would rather DC see. DC like... has proven they're not above that. That's Have you true. seen can... Alfred the show? Oh no. Premise. The whole thing is built on absence of. 
any catalyst can that we, makes things interesting. Can yeah. we just get just one scene of Bruce Wayne? Just find somebody to play Bruce Wayne. I need to go for a while, and I need you to watch Gotham in my absence. There you go. That's all I want. He wouldn't just take off and leave. They literally, they can't do it. And that's the that's the problem. Yeah. But Batman has, in the comics, he has left. I got to go take care of something. And I want you, somebody from the Bat family, to watch over things while I'm gone. I, mean, I think it's hilarious that Batman would say, I need to go for a while. And well, anyone he, would think that the camera should stay on Gotham. Well, <laughs> yeah. what, what's wrong with Batman going away on an extended Justice League mission? He can. But and he then, would always make sure that Gotham yeah, was taken care of. But aside from a really well-worded note, we're not going to get anything like that God. because it's based on we can't use Batman. Yeah. I hate that principle, too. Yeah. Just even, even the note saying, Kate, I need to leave. You're in charge. Peace out. <laughs> With like a little W that's supposed to be a bat flying. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> if you need a car, talk like to Alfred. Wayne the keys are in the ignition. Slash Batman. <laughs> yeah. My house is your house. Peace out. I'll be back soon. Yeah. Instead Just, of him bouncing and leaving, nothing. He's gone under mysterious circumstances. I Ooh. also don't think that they have most of Batman's villains. And so we're getting, like, not even we're second getting, tier. We're getting White Rabbit. Like, we're getting <laughs> third, is, ta- <laughs> third tier Batman uh-huh. villains. Oh, we're gonna... what, what was that egg month? What, what was the egg villain? I have villain no idea. From the... Uh, the um, Adam West show, yeah, played by Vincent Price. Yes, yeah. Can we have the egg villain? <laughs> How did we finally get Vincent Price to play a, a super villain and it be the egg dude? Mark my words, <laughs> we will get Duella Dent on this show. <gasps> okay, I would support that. That's okay, not actually, such a bad thing. Yeah, I would support I that. Actually, I like Duella yeah. Dent. But we will get her just because of how limited they are and who they can use. Yeah. I, like I said, I want to see the show. I just think it's being introduced to the Bad Prince. Although, to be fair, they do have Deathstroke. So maybe they do have some villains. You know what? A lot of DC's universe is predicated on, like, uh, it's a bad premise. But watch and see if we can pull it out of yeah. the garbage and see And it, it worked for exactly one show. It's worked Most for like, a few. I did, I did kind like, of. And never invariably. Yeah. I did like what I saw in the trailer. I want to point oh, yeah. out some some positives. The the um, <laughs> calendar man. Come tell calendar man gets a starring role. I'm down for it. Her uh, attitude. Just, her just, attitude for not for, for for following for not following the rules. You know when when in the trailer they said, well, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think you're supposed to see what's down there. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I think she's gonna be great in the show. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just uh, going to mention that um, if you ever want any Batman knowledge, Cocktail is definitely someone who can come up with some of the most obscure villains that Batman has faced. Just say just so you know, Cocktail, I'm calling you out. Wait, wasn't Calendar Man? Isn't Calendar? Isn't that Year One? Isn't he the main bad guy in Year One? (laughs) That Um, would be appropriate. Not Year One. It would Uh, be appropriate. uh, Or no, uh, the Long Halloween. Yeah, that one. Yeah. When does the biennial man show up? <laughs> the year Mr. after? Year one? Year <laughs> two? It's gotta be, right? Or else Batman's twice in year one. I never was clear right, on that. Yeah. Let's get this back on the track. Bryce, what have you got this week? Well, uh, CBS in, uh, in, I guess, two days ago, decided they would reveal a lot more about Star Trek new series coming to CBS All Access and Amazon Prime for the rest of the world. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Okay, let's, let's just get on with the, with the real story about Picard. We actually have a name for Patrick Stewart's show, which is, everyone's been calling it Star Trek Picard for the last six to seven months or more, the last year, since Patrick made his announcement at Star Trek Vegas. And guess what they're calling it? Star Trek Picard. Picard. Yeah. Uh, set in 2397, which is about, I think, 20 years following Stewart's last appearance in Insurrection. So, you know, a lot of people have come to probably the decision that, you know, Patrick and his, char- and his uh, phenomenal character, uh, Jean-Luc, have been living the good life since Insurrection. In- since Insurrection. I'm going to say that right before the end of the show. Okay. Thank you. Insurrection. Um, parched. I'm thirsty. 
So what's interesting about this show is it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be a psychological examination of his character. It's not just going to be strictly, you know, him gallivanting around the universe, exploring. Um, and at CBS Upfront, where they show, uh, showed at least one image, it looks like just one of Patrick as his um, Captain Picard. He was just wearing an ordinary black outfit, it looked like, mm -hmm. and the one line of dialogue led you to believe that nobody knew who he was, the one little video clip that they showed. So what's interesting is, is that apparently Jean-Luc is not, thank you. Now you have no excuse. <laughs> say, it, say it, insurrection. Insurrection. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh -huh. So I didn't, I didn't promise you I was good at pronouncing things. That is true. I never made that. You did in your interview. And in, in the pre-hiring, yeah. In the, the, in the, when okay. we I lied. promised you, you that's my salary. fault. I thought I could talk. All right, I lied. <laughs> I lied. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so what's interesting is that um, a couple of Im images have leaked out online as of today, and you would think he might be teaching, might be a professor at the Starfleet Academy. But that may not be the case. There uh, doesn't appear to be a lot of young people in cadet uniforms surrounding him in the leaked images I saw today. So maybe he's just visiting. We really don't know. But I think he's going to be on a ship. And they have announced like three of his castmates that are going to be on the show. Uh, and they all appear to be a lot younger than him. So I'm thinking he's... Okay, but like, yeah. I don't know. Most people are. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, but true enough. He won't look younger than him. It's Patrick Stewart. You know? Yeah, he right. still looks the same age that he, he did since he was born. He look young to me. He just looks like he'll never die. Like, <laughs> he's he's going strong. Like look. immortal, but a thousand years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll drain some of their life force to keep him <laughs> Which, by the way, he was in that movie facial. Life Force. I assume that he would only come back for like an in depth character study yeah. kind of series he had a lot of latent like guilt and weird buried feelings like present throughout next generation kind of half military half renaissance yeah. man feel to him i don't know i think yeah. that's why you get him back is because he can kind of deal with the aftermath of repercussions of some of the stuff he did well yeah especially with locutus being transformed into a borg yeah uh, you you're, you're talking about um, a, a serious psychological impact and ramifications he had to deal with on that. Plus, he has like he had moments. Obviously, though, there's one that stands out where he was happy and saw a picture of himself in a different life. Yeah. For what felt like episodes. a different life in real time for a long time so just the there's episode. a lot of ramifications it's not uh, like he's a like, war criminal yeah, yeah. or anything just a lot of repercussions of the paths not taken that are really interesting about him yeah you gonna say i mean everybody knows cisco's the best captain so uh <laughs> don't you don't at me cisco's the best i don't know where you're coming from is Jonathan Frakes directing any of it? He is supposed to direct yeah. at least oh, one good. or two episodes of the he's show. He's good. He's very much still in the universe. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, he did a couple of Discovery this season, some... didn't he? Yes, yeah. he did. And and to uh, to your comment, Kirk. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, no. Excuse uh, you, Giorgio. Well, she was great, too. She okay, so uh, it's coming out next year. It's already begun filming. Star Trek Picard started filming uh, in April, and um, we'll probably see more of this footage or, or something, know more about the, the plot points in July at San Diego Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I just want to add that what's interesting to me about this show is that we're going to see a younger Picard than we would see at Journey's End. He's, he, was, he would have actually been older in the very last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation TV series. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're going to see a younger Picard than we saw because he was really old. Fury that time lines. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Is Ten it, episodes. Yeah, is it announced for this, this fall? Coming, 
I'm sorry, I said 2019. I think I said, I, 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 I don't think it's coming until next year. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, to be fair. Yeah, so uh, it's going to, well, I'm sorry, I, I, I am reading it here. It says it's going to premiere on CBS All Access oh. late in 2019. So nice. I was thinking that's too early, but. Merry Christmas not. to you. Oh, yes. I, I did forget just one quick thing. Uh, we don't have a date for Batwoman either. It just says fall 2019. Yeah, it's probably going to be a fall. And we all care just as much about uh, that totally. as we do about the Picard this amazing thing that epic we were raised on television for 20 years versus Batwoman with yeah. C-list villains. And this reporter has just one sad comment to make. I'm sad that Hulu or, no, I'm sorry, Amazon Prime has canceled The Tick after season two. <gasps> Season two was very, so good. Very disappointed. So please, no. Netflix, Hulu, if you're listening, please pick the tick up. Like Amazon ain't got that kind of money. Okay. Come on, Come on Disney. We need we need you to pick up the tick. Peter Serafinowicz needs needs. He's so good. He is. We need more of that. I forgot to tell you. I was gonna tell you. I binged that in one night. Like when I was like, oh yeah, season two is out, and then I was just like, next, 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 next. It was so good. I liked it better than the first season. It just so was bananas. Well, we got to get to our last story because this one, it hits me kind of close to home. Cora, what have you got for us? Actually, I know. <laughs> so, a lot of us here on the show and probably a lot of people watching the show are content creators that rely on things like Adobe Premiere to work on their videos, <laughs> use Adobe Photoshop for their thumbnails, or use other Adobe products for their show. Hope you're getting paid. <laughs> well, hopefully you have the new version of the Adobe Suite because Adobe has now made it official that if you are using any of their outdated products, you can be sued for using these outdated products. Even if you bought a full license. What? Even if you bought a full license, if you are not using the more the most current version of anything in the Adobe Creative Cloud Suite, which includes Adobe Photoshop, Adobe Premiere, and other programs like that, you have the potential to be sued by a third-party company. They have made that very clear. They were asked by someone to, or they, they asked Adobe to clarify what they meant by that, and they literally just said the same thing that was on the letter, which was, <clears throat> You're no longer licensed. Adobe recently discontinued certain older versions of Creative Cloud applications. Customers using those versions have been notified that they are no longer licensed to use them and were provided guidance on how to upgrade to the latest authorized versions. Unfortunately, customers who continue to use or deploy older unauthorized versions of Creative Cloud may face potential claims of infringement by third parties. The agreement has also been looked over by various copyright um, experts, and there's nothing we can do as consumers. It is completely airtight. And someone, uh, multiple people have brought up, other than the fact that Adobe Photoshop is really expensive and their current versions are subscription-based, so it's not practical, but they've also pointed out that their computers just won't run the new versions. They get crashes all the time while they're working on their products. In addition to that, it's it also brings up the the uh, the dialogue that we're in a we're starting to become more and more in a world where you don't own the things that you buy. If you buy if you let's say you buy three albums on iTunes and your iTunes crashes and deletes it. You have to buy those those albums again, so you don't own those albums anymore. They're gone. If a computer completely wipes itself for no reason, you didn't you don't own any of the software that you had already previously bought unless there's like a backup for it online. And with this one, if you have older versions of Adobe, you just can't use it. Sorry, can't use it. It's old. Gotta go to the new one. So if you have any of the older versions, be sure to check your emails to make sure you have not gotten this letter. Because maybe if you haven't gotten the letter, you might be a little safer. But I personally think this is bullshit. Like, I'm, I'm so mad. I don't even, I personally don't use Photoshop because I find it very confusing. But I'm mad 
I have way too many friends, and we also on this show use it for all of our video editing for when we go to cons and stuff. Like, Adobe, what are you doing? You are literally pushing people away from using your product by doing this. Yeah, this one was like, a hard pill for me to swallow when I saw she was coming, because we do pay for a license of all Adobe products. We use After mm -hmm. Effects, uh, Adobe Premiere, Photoshop. Um, Lightroom, Bridge. Are y'all actually using those? Because I use those. I use them. But we, we pay for a license, and um, we are made to upgrade every year, because but we have a subscription, not a license. There is no no license I can buy, which is something I... I trained on Adobe stuff, and I know how to use it. So this is really just, I feel like a hypocrite. I kind of want to switch to something. But. One thing that I have not been able to get clarified is it says previous versions of Creative Cloud applications, right? So there's Adobe Creative Cloud has been around since 2015-ish, right? Before that, there was like CS4, CS5, CS3. They no longer support those but I haven't been entirely clear on whether you're supposed to discontinue use of CS 3 4 and 5 because they are different than creative cloud applications and there's some confusion there that is, that is something that they that I haven't seen in the articles that I I've haven't been either and so I'm not sure um, but just as a quick thing um, like it would it includes things like um, Lightroom Classic, Photoshop, mm. Premiere, Animate, and Media Director. Um, let me see if this article has more information. I kind of agree with the, our buddy Aaron uh, from One of Twin Powers Activate Show. Go check that show out. Um, I see a lawsuit there. Absolutely. There's not the, 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 a lawsuit. There's yeah. no legal recourse. But they this bought one. this program before they instituted their right. But if the base. people like that's what we're saying, we're not entirely sure about people that bought it that's different than a creative cloud application. Yeah. So they may or may not, Yeah. like license keys are different. I have a license key for all of CS5. Oh, we got a cheer. Thank you, Hogo Show. Oh, hey, he's hey, back. Hey, back. Army guy, the fan of murder. So. <laughs> Loves murder. So this, this uh, new development that they're announcing this is part of their loyalty rewards program. <laughs> I'm guessing hot on the tail of them doubling the price of oh, the yeah. subscription model. Yeah. As this the person year, that pays for our stuff on the announced uh, this last month in April, doubling that price and then immediately telling people they can't use stuff they purchase. Hmm. Only because I can't not, though, if you bought an iTunes album and your computer crashes, you still have that album. I Just in the cha in the case of iTunes. I mean, currently. Yeah. <laughs> Subject I, to change at any who moment. Who knows? I feel like the consumers are getting the middle finger, and oh, I yeah. think we're entitled to something better. We got both middle fingers. Stop Why? using that word. What? This isn't a fandom thing, Bryce. <laughs> oh. it's, it's so different. It's so different. Oh. In this, in this regard, I feel like this is a case where it's like I'm entitled to use the program that I bought with my money oh. is completely valid. And again, if you haven't gotten this letter and you use like CS1 or CS3, CS4, you may be safe for that. I think it's literally only the cloud. But just in case, be on the lookout for a letter from Adobe Photoshop, talk, or not Photoshop, just Adobe talking about this. Because and if you get one, let us know because yeah. I'm super curious. That's yeah. to me well, is a very big difference. Creative Cloud I have, programs were not purchased; they were subscribed to. I have the letter here, and I'm not seeing anything that specifies CS1 to any of that. It's literally we have recently discontinued certain older versions of Creative Cloud applications, and as a result, under the terms of of our agreement. We are no longer licensed to use. You are no longer licensed to use them. Our records show that you may be using the following versions of these applications, and then it will list okay. the ones. Yeah. Please be aware that should you continue to use discontinued versions, you may be at risk of potential claims and infringement by third parties. Please upgrade to the latest versions using instructions below. By upgrading, you will continue to receive all of the value that Creative Cloud has to offer. Upgrade or else. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Basically. Yeah. 
that's anyway. Okay. That's the news. That last bit was okay. But the, the s- let's just put the spice on it for the next part of this conversation. So this week- I don't know why we would be spicy about this. Quick shout out to Army Guy though. We weren't actually accusing you of being a fan of murder. <laughs> and to clarify for everyone in chat, that's not what we were doing. We're just saying thanks for uh, dropping in again. Yes, he D and D. It was D and D murder, by the way. It was D and D murder. This is like a Sims thing, kind of. You can't get it mixed up with the real world. So for the past two weeks, we, there's it's been a longer than two weeks. There. Okay, no, it's the last ever, season. Ever since Game of Thrones season, whatever this is started. So. Fun fact, I have never watched, I, 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 actually I can't say never. I watched the first season of Game of Thrones and it interrupted with the book I was reading so I stopped and I figured at some point I'll go back to this. Kind of like Bryce, I'll go binge it after it's over. But, it interfered with your page by page coloring book? Look, I, I, I have the show. <laughs> I have a discussion about the R1 No, I was burping and so it just got caught in my nose. Regardless, if a person does not follow the show, boy, I know that there's some unhappy people about out there about Game of Thrones. And it brings up a larger conversation. Oh, shut up. Anyway, are we that entitled as fans to really rail in this matter against how a creator wants to present his content? Now, I want to bring up some of the more popular well not popular <laughs> are we gonna stay off spoilers i feel like since we can stay off spoilers, but i think we can i think we can stay I mean, off we're not yeah. focusing so much on spoilers but other fandoms that have just raised at choices that creators have made with their property and let me begin because star wars okay look <laughs> i love star wars and with that i say i love the prequels you know why because it's still Star Wars. Because they're hilarious. They are really funny. These are movies yeah. that, whether how, how wherever my amount of enjoyment was off of them, this is a choice made by a person who created the fucking series. <laughs> Welcome to Twitch, everyone. So where we swear if we want to. So there is a point where you can swear I can if go. You want to. I went. I don't like. I, I don't like this Jar Jar Binks business. I can say that. But there are sometimes as fans we go way, way too far. Is the TV show that's the most famous for doing it? Anyone? Hello, Supernatural. 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 Mm-hmm. For thinking they were entitled. Trash fandom. Not necessarily trash fans, but the fandom as a whole. Toxic. Oh, it's terrible. Like, I, Britney Spears ain't got nothing on it. Seriously. I, I'm not sure where this line is as fans. But there are some people that they're, we, they're way across the line. Can we agree that uh, somewhere way across the line is a uh, petition? Because uh, we had The Last Jedi had a petition and Season 8 of Game of Thrones have both had petitions to rewrite and reshoot them. Okay. Rewrite. At that point, there was the time. I'm going to be straight. If you are writing a petition because a content creator has chosen to do something, take your petition roll it up and shove it up your ass. I'm sorry. No, there is no way. If I've come up with something, I thought of this one day, I said, you know what? I want to make this thing. And I make that thing and people go, I don't like it. Okay, well, fine. You don't like it. And I think you should rewrite it. I think you should go fuck yourself. There's a neat little trick that Kat taught me um, about if you don't like, especially like a TV show or a movie series. You know what the trick is? What What's is the trick, Kat? You stop watching it. And stop buying the memorabilia associated with it. Probably. Yeah, you it's imagine. So yeah. you imagine whatever you want happened. If you're, if you want to write, I'm, I'm not against like fanfics or whatever. What is, write fanfics of oh, how yeah. you want it. Oh yeah, how I met your mother. Oh, yeah, oh, mother. mother. Piss me off. Uh, Coptel brought up in the in the chat that How I Met Your Mother actually had their petition work when the fans were unhappy with the ending. I really liked the alt ending. I did. I did too. But yeah, How I Met Your Mother is an example is an example of a show that I was. So they pissed. ended the show, but then they they refilmed the finale. I think they re- they didn't cut it. they re they had to have him do a voiceover that oh, didn't yeah, yeah. exist. Wow. Um, but others was just it was just like a montage of through the seasons. I do have trouble with especially How I Met Your Mother and The Last Jedi, and honestly, this season of Game of Thrones is because I agree. 
these entitled fans, right? I agree with what they're saying about the content because I personally I did not like the Last Jedi. You as a fan, you're allowed and that. And I will publicly complain about it as much as I want. Mm. However, not as much as you are. Not as much. We have but time like, constraints. But I will publicly complain about them. However, that does not mean they have to do anything for me. Who am I? Cass. Oh. Okay. I'll look up yeah. your last name and tell that you later. Is, that oh, is the you. point that I certainly disagree when you tell, well, you need to go back and do it again. Make me motherfucker. So <laughs> this made me think, though, like, what are we actually entitled to? There's a nonverbal agreement between content creators and fandoms. What is it? What does it actually get us? Like, I have my answer, but I'm interested to hear. Is it anything? Is it nothing? What is it? Um, I'm actually going to go with um, Hogo Show's answer with it's up to the creator what they get. Um, he mentioned that, you know, they can make their petition all they want, but it's up to the artist to decide whether or not they do anything. My man! 100% agree. But if you are asking for viewers on an ongoing basis, then what have you kind of agreed to a little bit? I have one. I think it sets the bar low, but... What is it? Is it anything? The, is it nothing? I think they gauge a lot of stuff with test audiences as well. I think that's a mistake. But. Um, I think the if we're going to start at the bottom step, um, I think that you should give, give the fans what you said you were going to. If you if announce you, a season four and there's not something stopping you, do season four. Stuff like that. If you owe it to them to come through on commitments that you've that you have personal. That you've put out. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fair. I think it compromises their vision. See, there's... Somebody made... I was reading a story that made a point of um, two particularly different types of writers. There's architects and there's gardeners. There are people that they have their story. They build the foundation. They build that story and it's it, they have the plans and they follow those plans to the letter. What's going to happen at the beginning is what's going to happen at the end. That's how I met your mother. Right. They ended it the, the way they chose to in season one when they shot the kids' parts. But then again, there are gardeners who, as they write these characters and have books and see how people react to them, they let the vines grow how they, how they, how they, a natural progression. If, if there's something they need to prune, they prune it. If there's something they need to grow, they let it grow. So there are two different types of styles. Like R.R. Martin is definitely more of a gardener with his stories. The writers of Game of Thrones, though, they are very, or, or George Lucas even for, for that matter. It's a set in stone thing. This is what I wanted, and I'm going to see it through all the way to the end, no deviations to the left. But or right. the creators didn't have access to where the story was going. Exactly. They, they don't. No, they didn't for... have the access to it. They didn't know. I, I understand. Except for some very particular. Yeah. So there, there are licenses that they were able to take. I mean, not liberties that they were able to take with that show. Creative. I'm not denying that at all. But for us to sit there and say, you know, like, I think you should redo what you did, no. So what do, uh, going back to Kat's question, what, what do content creators owe their audiences? Besides if you agree that they owe uh, any, any commitment that they said. I, as far as like a character film or something like that, you don't owe them shit. I'm sorry, you don't. If you if you like this, you read it, you you view it, you listen to it, whatever. If you don't, or you dis, you know, and life is full of disappointment. I'm sorry, you can't always get what you want. Okay, Boomer Jason has come out. What yeah. do you think, Bryce? Because here's the background for this. We're all content creators, yeah. and although we're very different, I had the feeling we'd come down on a similar side of this issue. So in order to not just preach at people, I wanted to try and see if I could come up with something that, like, my content owes its fandom or something, so that it wasn't just yelling at people who I are entitled. I think that it is, um, oh, I had it, and now it's gone. Give me, like, a second. It's a tough question. Um, I think it is more about asking versus demanding. Like, we as, con like, we, if we're talking about us as content creators, we obviously do want 
to show our audience, give our audience what they want. But there's a difference between, hey, it'd be really cool if you guys, you know, tried this versus you guys really need to just do this. There's a big difference in the way that what people want are presented. And I think that makes a big difference in how the artist will interpret that and go with that. Um, yeah, like um, kind of managing, or I don't know, I lost it. <laughs> as far as you're saying what to expect, um, I hate when you hear artists that, or creators say they phoned something in and they purposefully did it. No. I I, I, huh? No, I believe that if you're going to do anything, I believe, especially if you're doing it for a group of people, you should be given your all. And you should be given an honest presentation of it. Not, oh, I did that just to close off that storyline. Gotcha. I did, or I did that, you know, I had, I had to come up with something here, so I just kind of came up with something. I, like, it, it doesn't feel heartfelt. It doesn't feel like they put anything in it. It's just like something they, they did because, not necessarily because it needed to be done, it was just convenient for them to do it. So you think uh, content creators owe fans their best efforts? Please, maybe. yes. Okay. If they've always given it. I think my, my answer was that I think we owe our vast fandom, for instance, here, a certain kind of consistency. A certain kind of consistency, but I don't think we have any obligation whatsoever to prove that we've provided it. Like, foreshadowing is kind of a thing, and character journeys are sort of a thing, but I don't think I have to justify either of them to you. If I've written high-quality work in the past, then I owe it to the fandom, I guess, to think about the consistency of that arc. And whether yeah. it makes any sense, but I don't have to explain myself in retrospect. And that was the only one I could come up with. I like that. I, I would just say that for a series of films let, like Lucas has done over the years, when you, when you try to follow up something that's iconic, you know, that's really hard to do. Yep. And that's, and you know, people, you, you know, you, you got both sides of the fence. People love it, people hate it, you know, for the prequels. Um, so, you know, if you compare that to, like, ongoing TV shows like Supernatural or The X-Files or some Star Trek series or something, you know, you start off with a bang in many cases, and then I, I, I like to give creators, you know, so a lot of slack because, you know, when you're doing 22 to 28 episodes a year, how you, it's not, I don't think it's fair for me as a fan to say, I need consistent, high quality from you every week and every week out. You know, you know, after, you know, after three or four years, these creators, you know, you know, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into making all those scripts and all those shows. Uh, so, uh, as a fan, yes, yes, I, yes, I, I want high quality, but you can't, you can't demand it. And and I think that's where the conversation needs to come in. And with social media, it's so evil. It's so easy for people to shout. And make racist remarks, make misogynistic remarks, you know, terrible things about cast members and about creative people behind the scenes. Um, in the in the end, it's just entertainment. Can we just, you know, back off a little bit? You know, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm with you guys. You know, the creators need to be able to make their vision a reality for us to enjoy. And, you know, if, if you don't like it, tune out. Your fandom like you doesn't own these characters. We don't own them, no. But as, as, much, as much as I love Scully and Mulder, you know, I wanted things to happen. And I, and, and, you know, and, I, and I will admit to you, I have cursed at the television screen thinking one of my heroes has died and now I'm pissed. Yeah, okay? spoilers. Well, that could happen at any episode, right? But I'm just saying that, you know... From, from a fan standpoint, I understand the enthusiasm and the passion, and you want things to go your way. But in the end, no, the creators don't owe us anything except gratitude if they should meet us face-to-face -face for us being fans, I think, because that's, that's, the, that's the nicest human thing you can do. When they've signed up to meet fans. 
Right. When? Yes. At I mean, I'm not gonna walk. Yeah, I'm no, not gonna I walk know. up to them at a restaurant where they're eating with their family. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're not supposed to do that. Well, uh, yes, Jason, you I can. I mean, you can sometimes, but they don't owe you gratitude right then. <laughs> I'm with you, Hogo Show. Yeah. How dare they kill Old Yeller? I mean, hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> they have rabies. Have she not, did I, have rabies. I did want to say before we go, have, have any of us had any bad, like, blow-ups maybe that went too far? I know I personally was pissed off at the uh, Cowboy Bebop show. Huh, that at the with end, the husky. How would they dare... They, they they kept insinuating that Spike had died at the end of that Implying. series. And how dare they do that? Because Spike did not die, okay? He was hurt bad. He didn't die. And how dare they perpetuate that lie? Spoilers. I mean, I... Yeah, I've never finished Cowboy Bebop. Um, you had time. I did have time. And, like, I... Yeah, no, you're right. Like I said, I, I am a little bit furious at Game of Thrones uh, with some of the characters. and I'm not. They I'm so happy. Uh, now I, she's convinced me of this one ending that I don't think it's going to happen. There's a character who is iffy who may or may not have done something that's pretty reprehensible. I think it's been coming for a long time, and since they're so close to the end of Game of Thrones, I'm all for this character going big bad. Like, I think it's fun. Uh, but there, it there was a lot of minute, stuff. There's like, a lot sure. of stuff in, in season eight that I think was, uh, trash. Um... But but consistency. There was a lot of stuff in and that's seasons, that's to be fair. Like, like Game of Thrones seven. has not been great in a while. Like it's uh, been pretty. Show, that's why it's been pretty when you can see it, which is occasionally. Um, don't crush your blacks, said, content creators. Blacks. Some of us are consuming at low bandwidth. Sometimes we need to be able to see your stuff. That being said, there have been many, many, many shows that I have started and absolutely loved, and then they started being bad, and I stopped watching and stopped paying attention, and then they ran on for another six seasons, because I don't have any effect on that. Another of CW shows. Okay, I know it's late, but real quick, what do fandoms owe their creators? What do fandoms owe their creators? What's the implied other side? Oh... Respect. Well, that's a good one. It's a big one. Regardless of if you agree with what they do or not with their characters, you owe them respect. 100%. I've read books where I did not like the outcome of those books, but I respect the author for writing them. <laughs> and I mean, I still read their content because it's still something I enjoy. I just may not have enjoyed what happened may also have not liked certain movies that have come from books but i respect those that created the movie because well to an extent universally oh, looking at you I, I think one that we've gotten away from is honest criticism let's let's take for example captain marvel when people were basically going out and saying i've seen the whole movie it sucks well the movie's not released yet yeah but i saw it i, I saw it and Blatant lies. That's not honest truth. And that's a lot of what a, a number of people, it, it got so bad, the Rotten Tomatoes had to turn off the reviews before the movie went live. So, oh, honest, yeah. honest yeah. criticism. Hogo, when you've seen it. Hogo Show made a good point. Um, what they, what we might owe content creators is seeing thing, how things play out before making a judgment. Exactly. Um, and I definitely try to do that. I... I do occasionally jump to I jump to judgment a lot, but uh, I I do try and make sure that I'm giving uh, whatever they're doing a chance to kind of play out uh, if I can. I think respect for the way in which they wanted it to be viewed is something that I don't do a lot, yeah. and I should. Like for instance, if your show is a binge show and it's created in that format, then binging it is great. If it's a weekly one, you might need the time in between the episodes to process. And I'm not good at that. I usually wait a few weeks and then binge them out. Yeah. But also just... Um, but there's also people that say that uh, you can't watch my movie on a regular TV screen. I think... Or that you shouldn't. So don't watch it. Don't watch it at all? That's what you think? I think that That's they fair. have the right 
even to mandate certain ways of viewing it, but I have the right to never watch it because I didn't want to. Yeah. I think a lot of us Looking at you, David Lynch. I think a lot of us are guilty You're of the worst. Judgment. Take like, you know, Robert Pattinson probably being Batman. <laughs> or Ben Affleck being cast oh, as Batman. We, the, we were alive when Ben Affleck was announced to play Batman and all of us groaned. <laughs> And, and you, you know, know what? what? My favorite live action Jake Batman is straight up. Yes! <laughs> we owe each other sodas. No, because we... No, but I could also be a louder, <laughs> positive voice. I think I owe that sometimes. That's fair. I think we need to stop feeling guilty, guilty pleasure shows. Like, if you watch it, be, be proud about it. I don't care. I liked Teen Wolf until... Yeah! Teen Wolf was, was great. It was cinematic. It was interesting. I liked their monsters. Like, get over your, oh, I'm embarrassed. If you watch something, just be one of the fans, <laughs> even if you're not part of the fandom. We've been here for eight seasons. <laughs> like, go, this been show here. has been here for one season. Two. Oh, no, we're on our second. Yeah. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, also, Cops Health pointed out. Uh, also, Tyler, Tyler Hecklin. Yes. yes, so hot, so hot. He looks like a wolf person in the hottest way you can imagine. If you didn't watch Teen Wolf, he's uh, Superman from Supergirl. I've stood next. He to was him also in Fifty Shades Grey in Portland, Oregon. Ugh. How big was really? his? Never mind. <laughs> you can't ask that. How big was his cape? Yeah. You know, I think it, it, about. We, his I was going to ask for his his curl, his little cowlick. Uh, sure. So, all right, the producer's telling us it is so How far me was it? Thank you, Hogo Show. Hogo Show gave us 100 bits. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hogo, seriously, people in the chat make this show better. They shape the conversation. thank you. So that's why we say super cool nerd nation. Super cool nerd nation. Super cool nerd nation. all of us. I just want to go on record as saying I've never jumped a gun. I've never made a bad snap judgment. Oh, also, if you don't like the way Maka is, you can suck it. And... I just want to point out that there ha you want to talk about, before we go, there has been a, a lot of positive fan support for certain projects. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know if we just we really touched on that. You know, you, you want to talk about, you know, fan fiction and Star Trek fan film productions, you know, uh, to keep franchises alive. Relevant. They've kept relevant. Star Trek relevant. I think relevant the majority is like always a bit more positive. Years. The majority yeah. is always positive. So you owe yeah. you owe people your positivity in the face of negativity if you want this content to continue. Exactly. But mostly we're thankful for all seven of our fans. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Thank and you. And all 12 of us who join in the chat together. Some people might not be a fan, but you're here. Tell a friend. Anyway, that is our <laughs> show this week. We will be back next week. We got a big... We got some big stuff coming up here soon. We got Akon coming up, and we got a special interview for that. Hey, yeah. yeah, that's it's right. It's going to be great. If you have any questions regarding Akon 2019, please send them and to us. And it's new management. Yes, it is new management, which has been kind of the issue with them recently, which they've been so transparent with everything going on behind the scenes that I'm willing to give them a huge chance on this. But if you guys have any questions or concerns that you've had in previous years at Akon, please send them to us on Facebook or Instagram at SCNS Live. You got nine days. And, yeah, nine days. Well, less than that because we want to be able to give them oh, yeah, to. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say until about Wednesday of next week, because we want to make sure that we get these questions to Akon so they can look them over and actually have logical answers to those questions instead of being asked something pretty heavy on the spot. And then just sitting there going, I don't know. Uh, what is our plan? Crap, what is our plan? When they have one and they didn't have a chance to, you know, talk about it. And we'll be putting, we'll be putting the call out on some of our social media channels. So you want to follow us over there, facebook.com slash Live, and on Twitter and Instagram at Live. If you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at JasonTheX on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at BetterCat, or if you're an Overwatch League fan, you can find Cass and I drawing horrible cartoons of things that uh, shoutcasters say on at Doa Drawings, D-O-A Drawings on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Cass underscore Bradley, that is K-A-S underscore Bradley. Uh, oh, and in, just as a thing, in the chat, I am Moon Moon Pies. Oh, yeah, live free pie hard. That's my chat name. <laughs> I love that. I 
<laughs> I love that. Uh, you can find me running at the park sometimes. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Bryce Culver. And I also have a toy Instagram page called Trap Door Toys, which I promise I'll be posting to tomorrow. If you find him running at the park, follow him. He needs new followers. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, Bryce and I will also be recording an episode of Alternate Heads, our toy podcast show. Where they swap heads with <laughs> each other. Yep. No, just a lot organs. of green screening. Just In the future, maybe 4K projectors. What about you, Cora? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Corodono. The spelling is down there, where I post artwork and cosplay-related things. I'll be posting more things that I've been making for the D&D game that Yay. we have Yay. every other Saturday here live on Twitch. If you want to follow me for things like Moomins and Suikoden because you want positive fandoms, you can find me at Hawks Perch on Twitter. All right, that's it, guys. We'll see you next week. And as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding. Murder hobos. Murder, murder. I was too busy writing murder hobos for life. Spelled wrong in the chat. L-Y-F-E. Don't make Robert pet. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.